like I'm going to come in on the laughter. I'm sorry, Max. Listen, I smoked this strain called Muerta, which if you know your Spanish. Dead. Dead, yeah. And I'm a little thoroughly fucked up. It's amazing that they can put something with the name Death on it and no one cares. It's sort of like when you go mountain climbing and it's like, I don't know, it's Widow's Peak and you like go anyway. You don't really give a shit about the titular uh, peak that you're about to Sudden Death Mountain. (laughs) Right. That's what it's (laughs) Well, it's like, it's cool. In other, in other countries, they'll put like pictures of cancerous lungs on shit. They've gotten there in France and in Italy and stuff like that. We haven't here, right. but no one cares. Like they yeah, smoke you ever them. See, like a cigarette pack from Australia and it's just, it takes up the entire pack. It's just like a fucking picture of like moldy, rotten lungs and stuff. They got to go further. We need to start putting cigarettes in the moldy, rotten lungs. <laughs> like that's the receptacle for you to smoke. So it's like, all right, you got to work your way around these maggots and whatever, uh, you know, uh, disgusting fucking things that are in a decom- uh, decomposing body. But hey, you get your smokes. I think we'd curb tobacco in a day, man. Good God. Yeah. Is that the world you want to live in? <laughs> like, I don't look, know. I just had willpower. I, mean, I don't know about evoking organs. Like, <laughs> seems like a waste. There's organ donors. We're in need, but fuck them. I mean, at that point, you almost make the tobacco companies the underdogs, you know? And it's like, I don't know if I want to live in that world. Um, I don't want to live in any world. You know, I might start rooting for fucking big tobacco. There'll be little tobacco at that point. You know, they got to put maggots in all their cigarette packs. Right. And then they become the underdog story. And suddenly we're rooting for tobacco. That's what what I'm saying, man. Like that, that would be, uh, yeah. Like, let's let them do their thing and they can continue being, you know, the big scary monster uh, troll under the bridge that is our nation's health. You know. Well, think about this, man. Tobacco T1, they were the bad guys, but T2, Tobacco 2, okay? Like, there, it's the yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger of it all. Yeah, now, T2 Judgment Day. They're protecting people. You know what I mean? They're going out. Like, they figured out a way. Like, it's now, like, just like, look, I know tobacco's bad, but it's better than smoking fucking maggots and dead organs, right? Certainly. Right. And there's, like, a groundswell of, like, I don't know, tobacco's bad, you know? Like, the old, the old adage is stuck, Max. <laughs> I don't know. Tobacco's bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we 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 don't want we don't want that. Like, like can you imagine like a, a Terminator scenario where it's just like a giant talking cigarette and he's just like, hey, I'm I'm here to save save big tobacco. Well, I mean, I think it would be more realistic than an anthropomorphic cigarette. I, I think like you know the money behind big tobacco starts like investing in cancer research and shit. Like they 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 do they write the wrongs of their former selves because this right. inferior tobacco like in lungs shit is is oh, like they the start writing the wrong they they don't dig themselves further they they don't become more of a piece of shit they they no. they start yeah okay. they start writing the wrongs but only because they like they see this other tobacco this organ tobacco as a threat so they're just trying to you know they're trying to monopolize it and then they'll go back to their evil ways i mean that's like the end of the movie that's the third act reveal it's just like tobacco ends up being bad again <laughs> you're like no tobacco <laughs> They start pressing on the health benefits of tobacco and stuff, <laughs> which, you know, people forget there are some health benefits as with any drug. Are there? Um, What's the health benefit of tobacco? It, well, pure it, tobacco, it legitimately, right? What? Well, like pure tobacco. I think isn't the problem is that like the cigarettes, I mean, holy shit, there's so many chemicals. Well, yeah, there's and like all these and pesticides and yeah. all this shit that like the, yeah. I mean, pure tobacco is not good for you either, but okay. uh, it, it aids in like digestion a lot. And I don't ask me why. 
But up until it gives you cancer of all of your organs, uh, it really helps you digest food. You're regular that's something as fuck. That, yeah. that, that's why people like to smoke after they eat a meal or whatever, aside from the fact that they're horribly addicted, is that it helps you, helps you take a shit. The so Indians do go. that. The natives, okay? <laughs> they taught us a lot. <laughs> Dude, listen, I, I got fuck. I went down a fucking like a click hole with Native Americans, which is like, you know, we're always talking about uh, how Columbus came. More on him later. We always talk about how he came and he brought a lot of fucking disease and shit, which is yeah. true. But, you know, we never talk about the diseases that Native Americans brought back. Like, syphilis didn't exist until 1492 like look it up it's like when columbus gets back after the first voyage to the new land the first yeah. cases of uh, syphilis pop up and it's like oh so you're saying that they got the syphilis from the native americans yeah i mean right in the same way that like the the europeans yeah, brought disease it would it would stand to reason a, i'm not a syphilis historian this is news to me i well that's my thing and then i started being like didn't van Gogh have fucking syphilis like thank a native american for that you know oh, did, is that why he was crazy because I, I think so i could be wrong i don't want to talk outside of school i mean i i know capone did and that's what that new tom hardy uh capone movie is about the josh trink tom hardy movie. yeah i didn't see it it's about a syphilitic uh, al capone in the later years of his life um and apparently like al capone at that point because syphilis is fucked up man it's oh, yeah. really fucked up apparently al capone like near the end of his life had the mental capacity of a four-year-old because it had just eaten away at his brain like swiss cheese man well that's, that's the thing it's like crazy. this easily curable thing now yeah you know <laughs> speaking of which uh, it's a little unrelated but my cousin out here who is uh my cousin wayne's brother you know my cousin wayne um he had a, a health scare recently and it, like uh, really freaked us out uh syphilis well thank you for killing my punchline later uh, I was going to get really dire with it, but it's true. Listen, he goes and he's like, mom, I just pissed blood. And I'm like, holy shit, that's kidneys, man. Like, that's bad. You got to, you got to go to the hospital. So he it's goes to the hospital. It's usually not a good sign. Yeah. It's not. He goes to the hospital and they do all the blood work and stuff like that. And they go up to him and he's like, do you know that you're pre-diabetic? Your blood sugar is at 200. And he's like, oh my God, no, I didn't know that. Jesus Christ. Is, is that why I you know peed blood and he's like oh no 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 no! you have syphilis <laughs> like and he dropped it that coldly which i thought was incredible i he guess like as a that because syphilis is so not a big deal at this point it's like no nah, you just have syphilis like, well listen i think that's the interesting thing about it because like diabetes like that's a diagnosis it's a lifelong thing so i think the priority definitely as a doctor oh, is to be like sure. yo you're diabetic you know that right all right cool secondly you have syphilis which i thought was the most amazing way to find out he found out in a room with his mom and his mom just burst, busts out laughing it's the funniest thing i've ever heard and by the way he would be really mad that i sold that story and said his right. name but i have told that story like five six times to various family members already yeah. today so and, it's and there. now you've told it on a podcast and recorded it and you're going to put it out into the internet where it'll exist syphilis forever. is very curable he'll be fine <laughs> okay <laughs> but it was hilarious to me because i don't know it'd be like going to the fucking like the, the auto repair thing you know and be like i bust a piston also your car's on fire like i don't know that just like i laugh so fucking hard yeah because like you know just a few decades ago that that would be a death sentence man that would, that would be like oh you're, you're fucked you have syphilis your brain is just gonna fucking erode 
Isn't it weird, man? I, I just use that as an insult now because I called someone a syphilitic fuck bonnet the other day and I felt good about myself, but you use the term fuck bonnet. Have you been like watching uh, David Simon's Twitter a lot lately? Cause dude, I, I, I gotta term. tell you, that's totally what I, I didn't know where it came from. And then I was yeah. like looking on his Twitter, but oh, fuck bonnet. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> He's got some good insults, man. Shit squib. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. There's a few others. Yeah. That motherfucker turned 60 yesterday, and you figure he has better things to do. And he's like, nope, I'm not above anything. I don't care if I'm a Peabody, Mark Twain award. Like, I've won it all. He'll like personally respond to every insult hurled his way on Twitter and then block them. And then, like, in his spare time, write a trenchant fucking, like, a biting panoramic (laughs) overview of America's ills and problems, the death of the great American city. I'm actually uh, rewatching Treme right now with Dolores. And it was like, I've never seen it. Okay, listen, I want to make a case to you, if I may, because I'm rewatching it right now. And a couple things. One, for the music fucking alone, Max, and you are. You, I've always said, you're the guy who got me into jazz to begin with, and he yeah. got me into like Miles and, and Coltrane and all that stuff. And we've diverged a little bit, but like we still definitely have like similar tastes. And so, New Orleans jazz was something I wasn't super familiar with. I remember going to New Orleans, being like, "Holy shit, this is awesome!" Haven't heard mm-hmm. this and the jazz stations, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and now watching it again, I'm like, I love it. I got my Nord, so I've just been playing so much like kind of New Orleansy uh, stuff. You know, it's like it's fun to do, but. Yeah. On top of that, the wa- is, it's it's boozier. Than, it's than it's there. it's really lovelorn in a punch drunky yeah. kind of way. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's very swanky, and I love it. Um, but beyond that, like the wire, I think I think Simon said this himself. He was like, it's kind of like the uh, condemning of the city about yeah. why the city needs to be taken away. And he's and, and I always looked at Treme as like the case for the city. You know, it's about why the city needs to persevere. Why we need to have these like social things in place. Uh, and it's yeah. really, it's really wonderful, man. I would just say that because, like, again, the fact that this guy wrote The Wire should be enough. But he's like, the Deuce is great. Generation Kill was great. Show Me a Hero was great. The Plot Against America mm-hmm. was, you know, I haven't finished it, but it's great from what I've seen. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, I think that's amazing. And he's the, the superhero on Twitter. <laughs> that's all that matters. Yeah. No, he's a very entertaining, uh, you know, uh, AARP aged man. Um, just out there fucking writing bangers left and right. I mean, yeah. uh, and, and I love how shitty he is about people just now getting into the wire too. Like he has no sympathy. He's like, now you're getting into it. We were on the verge of cancellation on the bubble for five straight seasons. And now you're getting into it. Great. You know, no. but apparently like during this quarantine numbers for the wire, like through the fucking roof, I like, believe it really picked up. Yeah. Well, it's one of those like, things. I think HBO gave it away for free when they were giving away content that and the Sopranos. Yeah. And I was like, good. That's the way yeah, to they've do added it. it. I know like Hulu has like the like HBO for free section now and mm-hmm. Amazon Prime as well. So it's like on several different platforms. So if you haven't watched the wire like this, that's on you. Or any of that dude stuff. It's really good. But uh, really quickly, we can swerve back to Columbus just for a second. Because Mm -hmm. I was thinking about Columbus as a person. uh, And he's, you know, a fuckboy for sure. For sure. Columbo's a fucky. But what I would say about him is if you think about it in the grand scheme of history, right? Like the crossing of the Bering Strait is this like holy shit moment, right? Where a group of people crossed a fucking land bridge and got to a different continent. And then that shit gets uh, taken over by the ocean and mm. our, and our species is severed and it's severed for like, like, I don't know how long cause I don't, I'm not a geologist, but I think like tens and thousands of years right. where there is no contact between the old world and the new world. And so like, even if Columbus is a fuck boy, which he is, uh, 
he he connected the world again. I mean, that's like kind of a big fucking deal, right? I mean, it's terrible because it's it's ushered in an era of nothing but human suffering if you're the other. Yeah, it, it makes you wonder if like interconnectivity is like something that we should be striving for as as a people, you know? We should get we should get more nationalistic. We should get more separated, more tribal. Do that's you think so? Saying. Interesting. I don't know if I think that, but I am saying that like, you know, you think about like what the internet has brought or, you know, just in general, us knowing about other people and everything, it's mostly not been good, unfortunately. If, if we were to take an optimistic view of humanity, we would say that, oh, like the more that we all get together and everything, the more we learn about each other and the more that we can become, you know, uh, conscious of other cultures and more well-rounded uh, human beings um, who, who, are all, who all share like the same, you know, uh, principal values or whatever. But that's not really been the case. It's just cause more division the awareness of other people well again i think that was my whole thing about the crossing of the land bridge and then the collapse of the land bridge it separates something that is not separate right yeah. so it's like all we did when columbus comes back over is to connect what was severed it was like hey we he found natives and shit indigenous people and then he was like oh they're less than not realizing like oh no you're like ancestors you know what i'm saying so it's like a really sad subjugation of the past like it's almost an indictment on yourself it's a snake eating the its tail in ouroboros right well but but the people that crossed the bering strait weren't they like mainly like uh, uh like east asia like kind of cross that i'm literally i'm not even talking nationality this predates any kind of nationalism or barbarism like you know what i'm saying i'm just saying like as a human species right we had these couple moments like getting to australia was a huge evolutionary moment for us as a species crossing the barren strait like we have to like we we are all human beings i hate to be a hippie about it like the whole racial component is very geographical i think we figured that out i'm just saying that like as a species Mm -hmm. like the people who cross the land bridge are still at their core, the same genetic makeup that Christopher Columbus was or anyone else on the further West in Europe. So it's like, it was just this connecting of people, even if they were East Asian or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like they were native Americans and stuff. They did figure that out. Native Americans and Chinese people genetically very similar. Yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting. I didn't know People were like, we got to get out of this China. Let's go (laughs) see what's over there. I'm so fascinated when countries decide to call themselves what they call themselves you know what i mean like the concept of germany is new germany wasn't germany like well it was 100 years ago but 120 years ago like the fucking brunswick or something well it was like a principality so there was like prussia and other weird you know shit going on and and like russia you put a p in front of it (laughs) it's new russia yeah man um and, and so that it's it's interesting that even that is a thing that we like when did china be like we're china also they don't even call themselves I was watching the americans right ussr ussr the ussr is the cccp to them right because their alphabet's different what are we doing guys like what are we doing here's 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 my question uh so we have jesus right that's a that's a very like a, a western thing even though he came from the middle east whatever but fucking we have jesus and we decided to start measuring years from after his death uh-huh. but you know uh, other countries don't have jesus uh, or didn't up until the recent history so like how did they measure time and like how did we all just get on the same page about the whole jesus years 
you know, like, right. cause in China, you go to China, do they, do they say it's year 2020 or do they say it's year uh, something else? I'd imagine well, this is something I don't know. No, I mean, I don't think you're like uh, stupid for asking. I, I would have to imagine uh, colonization is the answer to that. So like China has heavy English influence. India has heavy English right. influence. There's really no place under the sun. We, the, the big boys who were, who were colonizing places, right? Like England yeah. and America and France and Portuguese and all those fuckers, they were going around and they were like all on the same page already about like, this is the year, you know, they're right. all Christian nations. It's like so. when Tom Cruise came over the boat in last samurai and he 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 slammed his fist down on the table and he said it's year 1932 now and they said what (laughs) okay we've been saying it's 30,050 but all right and then he just took a big swig of whiskey threw up all over himself and became a samurai hubris (laughs) hubris of a great people that is you know hubris personified is that movie what a treasure it was. No, I think that's a really interesting question, but I would have to imagine colonization does that. I mean, it's really interesting, like the amount of shit that you don't even think about that is inherently racist when it comes to yeah. colonization. I was thinking about, sorry to bring it back to Native Americans. When we were kids, there would be so yeah. many jokes about like, not even jokes, but they, they would say, say hi in Native American. Max, say hi to me in Native American. Hi. Hi. No, no. <laughs> That's amazing. That's a bit. That's like an Alvin and Costello bit. Do you not know it? Like the stereotypical, like how you say hello? What is it? How? How? how it? Yeah, how? How, yeah. how racist is that shit? That like no right. matter like what the, tribe. There was one homogenous tribe that they all collectively spoke the same language. Yeah. I thought about that last night and I was just like, what the fuck, man? My entire life is a lie. Like, I don't know why that affected me so much, but I was like, that's so fucking racist, man. And probably inaccurate. Like, I don't know if that's actually true. If that's just one specific tribe, you know what I mean? But there's so many things like that that you never even question. And it's crazy that the, the world truly is shaped by the victors, as they say. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, like Braveheart, which we both recently rewatched, uh, that that part in the beginning when when uh, the narrator is like, "History is written by the men who hanged heroes." It's like, go fuck yourself. I don't like that. We've talked about this already, but that's a screed right. That's M Night Shyamalan and the fucking Lady of the Water. That's writing in page one. Uh, This is inaccurate, but go fuck yourself if you call me out on it. And look, I appre- I honestly I appreciate the move. But it's ballsy. Yeah. That's <laughs> a big dick one. energy move. He has coming yeah, in there he, saying, I'm rewriting history and you can't say anything about it. He hasn't set anything up yet. Like there is zero, there's not a character, there's barely a setting. And the yeah. man is like, All right, hold on. Let's put some padding on me. Let me put a bulletproof vest on me for a moment. It's baller. I won an Oscar for that, I think, somehow. Yeah, somehow that movie went a lot. We'll talk about that on our uh, movies and shit, but goddamn, that movie, what a. Or Shallow Dives. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait to do Shallow Dives. (laughs) (laughs) Call the movies and shit. You went back. It's okay. We're contractually obligated not to call it by the former name. Goddamn. I I miss when it was called movies and shit. I'm not going to lie. It's a good name. Powers it be. Censorship, man. You know, we're living in that world. You hear about this Joe Biden thing, man? How you feeling about this Joe Biden thing, man? I don't know what you're referring to. Uh, Joe Biden was like, you ain't black. You didn't hear oh, about that. This? Yeah, I mean, that's something Joe Biden would say. I don't give a shit. Like, what the he wrote fuck? it off immediately. But, like, what a fucking moron. But, you know. At, at, like, uh, he's Joe Biden. Like, you can't expect much from him. You can just expect him to not be a fucking fascist. 
Uh, and that's all I need right now. Yeah, I'm with you, but people are taking that and running with it. Yeah, you know, so. people feel the need to get upset about something other than Trump, you know? So uh, fine, whatever. Like uh, the, the age of, of hope is over. And right now we need to focus on survival, you know? Right. This is this is us, you know, uh, against the fucking Death Star, man. And who gives a shit if we don't have a Luke Skywalker type? I'll settle for fucking Admiral Akbar any day. <laughs> he respects the chain of command. He gets shit done. He has a lovely musk. <laughs> um, lovely musk. I only assume, you know, he's a fish trapped in like a spacesuit. That he smells terrible. Lovely. Like, just like a rotting alien fish. No, he smells like cooked salmon at all times. Like, that's cooked the trick. Salmon. Yeah. Do you think he's that. actually actively cooking alive in that no. spacesuit? No. <laughs> the agony. He's like, what is it, the lupus of space wars? Like, what are we doing, man? That's ridiculous. Maybe. Something that I appreciate about Last Jedi is that they so unceremoniously kill off that character. Which he's a beloved character for no real reason. He's not a good character. He's right. just a fish costume. And then at Last Jedi, they, they show in just one shot, he just gets blown up. It's like, yeah, fuck that character. I heard this story from this guy who's really into makeup. I was talking about Star Wars and he was talking about... Because I always really love when they go into the cantina and there's literally a devil there. And I'm like, yeah. Right? Right? First of all, that band is swinging, right? That band is like... It's amazing. The shit's going down, man. Alien jazz cantina. They're fucking getting it. And there's a literal devil. And I'm like, yeah, we crossing these thresholds. I fucking like it, man. And then I found out that that wasn't... Because I was like, that's like that showed me that Lucas knew what he was fucking doing. Okay? He understood. It's an interesting... uh, Uh, and then it turns out that that was like a made for a totally different movie that Rick Baker did it, and he just oh, like was it really? It. Yeah, and I was like, so God, you don't know just shit. Threw it in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah Lucas is, has always been flying by the seat of his pants. Like, uh, got the guy's a you know he's a loose cannon. <laughs> he's the loose cannon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wrote a script with the aliens. Um. Luke Skywalker is going to have a robot face and Han Solo is a lizard. Oh, it is really amazing when you go back to the original version of that, how fucking crazy it was. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And even turning down that craziness by 50% resulted in a movie that was deemed too weird at the time. Yeah. I mean, and it's easy to, uh, you know, uh, play Monday morning quarterback. That was for you, by the way. Uh, but Cute. and to look back at the development of of classic films and what they could have been and how weird or not good they could have been and and go oh my god what were they thinking but it's like you at the at the next at the development point or development stage of a film it's like nobody knows what it's going to be you know uh, it's fascinating to me that we got what we got it's like and it's also fascinating to me like the amount of stars that have to align no pun intended. Uh, for, for a Star there Wars to, be a to war. happen and yeah. to be the thing that it was, you know? Uh, and I'm not, I've gone on record, I'm not a huge Star Wars guy, but like you got to recognize like it was just lightning in a fucking bottle, um, that fucking movie. Because at the end of the day, it is like a, a silly fucking Campbellian uh, hero's journey uh, in space with silly costumes and they got Alec Guinness somehow. 
Well, I I mean, here's my thing. You heard about the Snyder Cut, right? The Snyder Cut's happening. Yeah. Man, I think they're going to right all the wrongs. I think we're all going to be like, yo, Snyder was a fucking genius the whole time. Okay, what do you really think? That, you know, it's really sad that his daughter, you know, that's sad. Yeah. But uh-huh. <laughs> I saw the director's cut of Batman versus Superman. It was just as bad. It was just as bad. Okay. So uh, yeah, I've only seen the theatrical release, and that was enough for me. I was like, I don't need another hour of this. It was bad. It was really bad. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, I uh, have this, you seen this, Justice League, like the OG? Justice League? Yeah, I have. Uh, and I told you, if you squint and you look, there's 15 minutes of it to like because the characters sort of resemble themselves. But thinking back to it, it's nuts that that movie even exists. Like, there's a whole subplot where like fucking Cyborg is digging up Superman's dead body. I mean, that's yeah. What the fuck, man? Like With that's the Flash, right? Yeah, that's like a weird yeah. detour to and take. They have like a witty banter and everything. Like that movie is such a fascinating mess that if nothing else, I'm interested to see what his Justice League was gonna be. I guess. Uh, here's my question with digging up Superman's grave it's like you have the Flash who can go super fast you also have Cyborg who can do anything Uh, why do you need two guys to dig up his grave like either of those dudes can do it in like a second and yet it's 15 minutes on screen in real time just like laboriously shoveling each thing of dirt like the the Flash can go at super speed get that done in a a second he'd be an amazing construction guy you know (laughs) he could build a house in like a day right but but that, that's Flash's problem is he could do pretty much everything like really quickly. <laughs> Why would he even do that? He could rob a bank before anyone even knows that the, the, the bank's been robbed. Yeah, he man. could be like a hero and a villain at the same time and nobody would fucking know. That's like, the he, problem he with could, superpowers is like, I got to be real. If they were real, I would, I would be a villain almost immediately, but not like on a large scale. I would just be kind of addicted to people. Yeah, I mean, it's like the whole like uh, robbing is wrong thing, and it's like now now we we've we've uh, looked into the gaping maw of capitalism, and uh, like who gives a shit? Like steal all you want at this point. Like that's what the guys at the top do. It's just you know legally sanctioned. Tell them, keep going, preach. Like why why are we moralizing that you know let's let's uh, let's moralize about war and death like who gives a shit if you steal from a bank don't hurt anyone. I mean anything else any parting shots any. I'm uh, sending this in this is like your your like submission your podcast Emmy submission. <laughs> uh no that that's it I'm just gonna let it kind of hit. A give me an there. award. <laughs> you start. Yeah, give me an award. Uh thank you thank you. What a brave stance, Max. I'm proud of you. Justice League. To answer your question, Snyder Cut. Like uh, I, I, the only the only thing I I could say is that it, it might be better just on the level of having a single voice in a consistent tone. And like you look at like Joss Whedon coming in there, and it's very clear which scenes are Joss Whedon and which scenes are not. You know, and it's like those two tones do not complement each other. And that was a part of why that was such a fascinating mess as opposed to a forgettable mess, which is what a fully Snyder cut version would be. But at least Snyder cut version, I think, will at least have the lighting uh, down correctly because like that bat suit looks fucking ridiculous in daylight, you know, without the right lighting. 
it looks like shit. All the costumes do. But if you put that that Snyder dark high contrast filter on it, it looks pretty good because you can't see it as well. Well, here's hoping. I, I look at it as a uh, as a weird, dangerous precedent, mm. you know, because there's a lot of films that didn't. You, I mean, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. Like, how much of that uh, Star Wars movie was cut? The Lord and Miller solo movie. Like, I would yeah. genuinely like to see that weird fucking Star Wars movie. And I think yeah, they shot. I would shot love to see it. their their take on it, you know, because yeah. I'm sure it was like a funny deconstruction of like what a Star Wars movie should be. Because you look at everything they've fucking done, and it's always surprisingly good and original and funny. It's funny considering 21 Jump Street is like not an original idea and a bad idea to adapt. And yet they found a way to like make it funny. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Both times. They made a sequel. Fuck. (laughs) They made a sequel that was a commentary on sequels. (laughs) Which became the new thing. I got really annoyed by that. That became like, like, oh, we're going to acknowledge that we're doing a sequel. And like, I think meta is the worst thing that's happened to comedy recently. Got to be honest. And you say that as a community fan. Yeah, because it did it the right way. And then even yeah. at times it got like too much. <laughs> and you know what I'm right. saying? It's like, I don't know. It's like they think that calling something out, and it's not only that, it's community and then Deadpool doing the same thing. I don't fuck right. with that. Yeah, like Deadpool, it's almost kind of cringy looking back on it. And I'm not saying it's bad, but it's not good. It's just kind of there. It was an antidote at the time to... Uh, the Marvel formula, you know, uh, but I'm I'm good on I'm good on that. I don't need any more any more of that. I'm done with everything uh, in the world. This is my suicide note. Sorry, oh, I just said no, 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 no. I'm joking. I'm joking. I was oh, uh, just change the subject just for a second. I uh, was watching The Simpsons and Skinner. Uh, let me reframe this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know when people be like. Simpsons are time travelers like and here's why and they show you 50 different things and you're like well that can be explained I guess that can be explained you know you see the 9-11 thing that's spooky you know when you see the Donald Trump thing 10 years earlier like that's spooky you know uh but Skinner kind of predicts Sandy Hook in an episode and I was like holy shit very weird episode uh, and he, he just makes some offhand comment where he like the punchline is like, if I, I, I don't like to be in a place where it's a gun free zone, why do you think I work at a school or something like that? Like it's some punchline like that. And I'm just like, oh, like the point is like, hey, like school shootings happen. And I'm sure it was about Columbine or something, but like, right. Springfield Elementary, man. Yeah. Sandy Hook Elementary. <laughs> I don't no. know if that was the name of the school. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mean to. <laughs> to do that that's bad that's mean yeah i mean like like uh, also you know what fucks me up like the simpsons has just been around for so long that they're going to hit on things that are like you know we we can go oh my god they predicted it look at that you know uh i'm pretty sure that somebody said that back to the future predicted 9-11 too because there's a part where you know it, it zooms up and the the fire tracks have been made by the DeLorean going. Okay, off. but there's I've like seen that video. Thing. That video is fucking mind blowing. Because yeah, because there's there's a part there's a part where he says, "Guys, this movie is crawling with 9/11s." That's an actual line from the video, and it's the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard. Uh, but at some point, he starts mistaking like things that happened in the second movie for the first movie, and his argument sort of falls apart immediately. Mm. You know, sometimes an accident's an accident. 
and that and that that that's my thing with like the simpsons is like yeah you know it's like that that nostradamus fuck said a lot of vague things that we can go oh my god how did he know it's like he predicted 9-11 then you look at what he said and it was like two two brothers will fall well, if you look at old English, brothers in Chaucer's time represented towers, cathedrals. Like someone will do backflips trying to make it fucking right. work. Well, you, you ever hear about Carlin's? Uh, I like. I, I kind of like it when a lot of people die. Bit. No. He records this bit September 9th, September tenth, two thousand one, and it's mm. a bit about how he loves when people die. Like a lot of people die. He's like, I just love it. I get tickled. Like earthquake, fucking tsunami, hurricane. It don't make no difference. Like volcano, hot spring accident. And he just he does this thing in the only way that he can, where he just goes on for nine, ten minutes, like you right. know, being amazing. Uh, and and literally, like it, the, he records the set. It's supposed to be the HBO special. It's gonna record, like, gonna pr- premiere like a month later or some shit like that. And then the 9-11 happens and he just shelves Car- it. Yeah. Carlin did 9-11 is what you're saying. I think, well, <laughs> if nothing else, <laughs> he, he put it out there and then he tried to like, he put his fucking Joker card out there and then he was ashamed of it. Like, what is he doing? <laughs> do you think so he would do he, that? You, you think he should have released it? I think you should have released it, but more than anything, now On that you- September 11th. Now that you've made me, <laughs> right, like while the tragedies for guys- like much like Louis, when Louis was like, "Look, we need laughs at a time of pandemics." Okay, <laughs> Garland was there. He, he stood right. witness, man. Uh, I mean, it would be funny because he's the kind of guy who's so scathing of politics and like society that you could almost see him perpetrating a nine eleven, doing, doing a nine eleven <laughs> to prove a point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like this would be the equivalent of the Arrested Development. Like this is why you always leave a note with the one-armed man, you know. But like a lot of one-armed well, people. I guess we should have invested in national and homeland security. He crosses his arms. It's it's literally Dwight doing the fire drill, like in right. the office. Just like today's smoking is gonna save lives. I mean, fucking Stanley you know, has a heart attack and he's commits like, a nine eleven. Well, should have been more prepared for a right. Fire. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I mean, I, I'm just saying I wouldn't put it past him. You know, he was a smooth talker. He could have figured a way to do it. You know, pinned All it right. on the Well, Saudis. I'm glad we firmly established that Carlin perpetrated uh, the greatest attack on American soil since, you know. You know what's amazing about that, though? And this is some white privilege shit. Like, if Carlin does it, I'm like, good for him, man. He's it's really cute. making a statement, yeah. right? But when brown people try to make the same point that he would make, we're like, well, I don't know. Oh, it's foreign and weird. Well, you know, like when a white guy does a terrorist attack, it's just a, you know. It's a good old boy. goof. Yeah, yeah, it's just a goof. How many times? Like, have we well, had I'm that sure he had happen? his reasons. Well, you know what's weird about that is like I don't think that was always the case. Like Tim McVeigh was a right. fucking thing. That, that, and was, we, a, that was a terrorist, and yeah. we called him a terrorist. Like we, there then, was no mincing we, that. We reframed. I think that we just reframed terrorist as brown people yeah islamic speak yeah a different language from us yeah <laughs> totally and that's the sad fucking weird thing it's like and what's even weirder is like uh you know they had tried to bomb the world trade center in 93 so before the mcveigh thing and they still weren't being like terrorist brown people it really is a mentality thing man clinton was in yeah. office clinton had like a better foreign policy he was more open to the world he wasn't an the offensive clinton fucking country 90s. piece of shit it's yeah. sad to to look back at it fondly because it was a fucked up time. But in a way, what I'm saying is like, it definitely feels 
that simultaneously we've gotten less racist as a country and more like way more racist because again in our language in the 90s we didn't see a brown person immediately call them a terrorist you know we we had the fucking cultural wherewithal to be like that's not true also tim mcveigh then after 9 11 happens and after bush like it's very specifically right. became a message point yeah it's like brown people are terrorists white people are lone shooters or lone gunmen <laughs> Right, correct. Or, or, or they're they're just good good old boys who are just right. defended. They got scared because they saw a black man jogging past. Right. Them. Or even when they are monsters, it's like he was troubled. He had such a troubled yeah, upbringing. Yeah, his mental health issue. This isn't about guns, guys. This is about mental health. Okay, we need to we'll invest the mental, in health. mental health by yeah. appropriating zero dollars for mental health. <laughs> I mean, and that's the line that always gets me mad. I'm sorry, this is becoming a straight up political thing, but it is so no, it's, it's so infuriating when you actually take a step back and look at it. You know, look at the pandemic for a second. It's like, and I cannot be the first one to have made this. I'm sure it's a meme on Reddit or something like that. But just the idea that what we want to do is change the way we handle a pandemic instead of make changes to our fucking government and the way our capitalist system. Like that's nuts to me. Cause like, Hey, if this is, if your system isn't working after a couple of weeks, you should probably change that system. It doesn't seem very sustainable to the people. Right. Like meanwhile, you're going to kill people to keep your way of life. That's fucking weird, man. Yeah. Our economy immediately started tanking when this shit went down. It's insane. We, we talked about this in real time as it was happening. Yeah. Like how fucking, fragile it is um but yeah like uh congress is you know it's, it's a fucking uh it's a, it's a turd man it's it's a it's a shit scene I, I don't know what else to say about it i i rewatched um this is a little bit of a swerve but i rewatched uh the john stewart testifies before congress about the 9-11 first responders thing oh yeah and uh what a fucking speech like i don't think we fully acknowledged it at the time like what like that was like a, a scene out of a fucking movie. Like that was like a, a soaring indictment of, you know, our political system and shit. And just talking about like how like uh, necessities get tabled because they get attached as riders to bills where they want to appropriate more funds for, you know, drilling into the Arctic ice sheet and shit, you know, and it's like fucking goddamn. But yeah, like what, what a moment. And uh, John Stewart is is missed. Is all I'll say. I was gonna say I I do think Trevor Noah finally kind of found his voice, and I think he's doing some yeah. really good stuff. But you wish that we had him. And by the way, from everything I've heard of the reason why he left, I get it. Like I, it cannot be. <laughs> a good job to have to wake up every day and put yourself in that headspace and then find a way to yeah. laugh about it when it's there's nothing funny about it man you, you, know? you could see him just getting like more and more weary during the later years of that show for sure and that's um, what i'm saying i think trump would have fucking killed him i literally feel that way like yeah. uh, not because trump's a fucking buffoon and no one would have spoofed him the way that john stewart would have spoofed him but i just mean on an existential level like like think about that guy he made his bones picking apart a, a, a horrific like a, a historically bad administration and yeah. was able to get into the fucking weeds and to do it in a way and like he thought that was the top you know that right. was the evil he fucking knew and like holy shit i don't think he ever saw what was coming you know no no and and yeah i think that he's he's looking at it from like an old old man's perspective now he's fucking tired and he's defeated a little bit or whatever which is sad but like at the same time like on a selfish level, like we need his perspective right now. We need a John Stewart, you know, because like the fact that he could go on crossfire and in one episode convince the network to cancel it. 
just by challenging it for 10 minutes. Like, when's the last time you watched that video? Because, like, I went on a little, like, John Stewart rabbit hole on YouTube for a mm-hmm. second because it was just, like, such a simpler, better time in a weird way, those bush years, you know, when, when John Stewart could get out there and affect real change. Yeah, no, I, have, I haven't seen that one in a minute. I saw, like, the Bill O'Reilly one where he just puts Bill down, which is amazing. Um, and I agree with you, man. I think that's, like, a voice that we fucking need so bad. Yeah. And so it's, like, it's a sad thing that we don't have it. Do you ever think he'll, like, try to run for public office for any reason? I don't think he will. I don't think he wants to. He said several times that he has no interest in that. Like, he, he did the, the 9-11 thing because it meant something to him. But he has, like, no higher aspirations. And that would kind of cheapen, like, the years of what he did do, I think. Because then he has to appeal to a broad basis of people. And it's like being a politician is just nothing but uh, moral and intellectual compromise. How do we fix politics, Max? This is what I want to spend the remainder of this podcast talking about. Because I, 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 it's like, going like to be... Cue the sunny theme, yeah. uh, the gang fixes politics. Yeah, uh, seriously. Fucking, I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't think it's, it's, it's beyond saving, man uh I, I it's like the 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 structure of the political system itself is 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 fucked from the jump well we just have to think about it remember when i was talking about what we should do is just make celebrities be literally the face of a lobby you know what i mean like the tobacco lobby keanu reeves <laughs> <laughs> i stand by that because if you literally had one person to hate like oh yeah. man like you get big we, pharma you get george clooney seriously the like clones that. yeah clune tang yeah, is in there but, but that's what i'm saying we have to figure out because i think this is the thing it's like politics you don't make money as a civil servant. You certainly make a living as a silver servant. You get really good health care and you get all that shit, right? But the money you make is from political contributions and lobbyists and this, this, and that. And so, like, I, you know, without getting into, like, Citizens United and shit, I don't want to get into the weeds that much. I just think, like, we gotta, there's got to be a way that we can curtail it, man. Where, you know, we, we got to put, like, sleeper cells in the lobbyists. You think they have, like, secret lobbyists, like they have secret shoppers? Probably. It's not uh, ineffective. <laughs> Much like Secret Choppers, it's ineffective. It does nothing. <laughs> okay. Guess it employs a couple people, but fuck this. I mean, people. what, what, what uh, why, why, why spend time tr- trying to figure out how, how to put out a, a fire that's already, you know, spread beyond repair? Why, why spend time doing that? Why do not you, just find an island? Do you legitimately think, like, it? we're fucked, though? I mean, like, that's the yes. thing. It's like, no, you look at history, like, ah, uh, this is the roller coaster moment. Like, we're fucked. Yeah, yeah. And this is why I was so like, we got to do this Bernie thing or we're fucked, guys. And it's like, hey, we're not going to collapse overnight if it's Biden, sure. No, we're, we're going to see a long, slow death. Yeah. Um, that's sad, man. We, we we're, had our we're shot. Watching it happen in real time, and, and I know a lot of people are like, "Well, at, at various points in history, things have looked uncertain, but we we still pulled through." And it's like, I just think that we're at this point where it's clearly not sustainable. We're aware of how unsustainable it is, and the environment is fucked beyond repair. Like we're we're past the point. We're past several points of no return. Species are dying out in record numbers. The planet and soil is like getting uh, toxic and too. Like there are parts of the earth that are becoming inhabitable along the equator that were habitable just a few years ago. Like there, you, you can say what you will about the 1950s or 60s and how turbulent that time was. At least the fucking forests were okay, you know? 
I can say that at least. Is that the comfort? Is that the cold comfort you want me to take from that? Like, yeah, it's like at least, at least like the animals were doing all right. The birds were still singing their bird songs. You know, we didn't have to worry about them. I don't want to be a skeptic, and I'm not a skeptic here. I think, but I do think it's interesting that what we have found is that life finds a way. Not to be uh, Goldblum about it. I just mean that, like, even there's ant like Chernobyl is vibrant again. You know what I mean? Like. What we what we find out, and obviously it's always about humans and how we fuck that up. But generally speaking, it's like everything is adaptable. Like Chernobyl should be in, inhabitable, not just for humans, but for animals too. And yet, like they found a way, they've kind of adapted. Maybe they have fucking ridiculous cancer, radiation, whatever. But they're not dying. They're not killing over immediately, sort of thing. And so I'm just making the point that like, oh, it'll be tough. I think like even at this rate, if we were to figure it out in the next ten years a lot of things are going to die, but like we could probably get through. And I've read that a lot. Like a lot of people who are like astronomers and like and biologists and study greenhouse effects and shit. They're like, yeah, so the next 50 is going to get real bad, but if we can get through that next 50. Like we're golden. Like we're going to, we're going to make it on to at least another thousand or so. And I'm like, I don't know how you know that, but okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think that humanity is going to die out in the next hundred years. I think that we're going to be around for at least a few thousand. Um, but like we're going to have to adapt in some major ways and make some major adaptive changes, but I'm not an expert. Maybe we'll be fine. You know, maybe there'll be more birds in a couple of years. Maybe I'll be like, God damn, like what's with all these birds? And we start killing birds because they're so loud. Maybe pterodactyls come back. Maybe. Think about it. Pterodactyls. Just pterodactyls. That's the only one that I want back. Also, I have, okay. So here's. Mm, That's the one you want back? Yeah. Well, for I have I have universe questions with the pterodactyl, so it's like because they're they're fucking they were the flyers. I mean, they were dinosaurs that fly. Yeah, that's amazing. They would pick you off. I'd be walking. No bird should be that big, man. Yeah, but they're they're like kind of dragos in a way, you know. Here's the other thing: why why is there a p in front of it? You spell pterodactyl pt, and like we like they existed before we had words. So yeah. uh, you know what I'm saying? Like we, we had the word, we had the alphabet pterodactyl before we found pterodactyl. Like we had written language before we found dinosaurs. I think I could be totally yeah. wrong about this, but I think we did. Okay. So like, why did we purposely give it a PT? Like what's wrong with just pterodactyl? Is there another dinosaur? We're like, no, we got to It was probably some fucking, you know, pipe smoking British archaeologist piece of shit who studied latin and said hmm, i'm going to maybe put a p in front of it because the latin p is the silent and it's probably some bullshit like that where it's like you know what guy like memes are just around the corner and you're gonna look real ridiculous in a few years well i don't like that ever because I, I don't like pneumonia i don't like possum what are we doing with the O, man? Like that's possum? a waste of a vowel, bro. Yeah. How do you spell possum? With a hard P. No, bro. Just... It's possum oh, is O possum. Yeah, like if you spell I thought it. That there was a difference between possum and O possum. I think there is. I think I looked this up, but irregardless, which is incorrect <laughs> English, it's not that which is without regard. Wasn't that a Bushism? Irregardless. Ir- irregardless. <laughs> I don't know, but it sounds like a Bushism. <laughs> he thinks it sounds good, but no, can't. That's a double. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, no, no. Wait, what was I saying about irregardless? You were going on a rant about silent P's and O's. Yeah, and- okay. But I just don't like when we, when we don't have, when letters don't have representation. Hmm. 
What's up with that, man? Someone's got to go to court. You have a problem with silent H's? Yeah. You have a, you, so you just have a problem with the letter being there but not being pronounced. Like, be, if you're going to be loud, you got to be wanna proud. Get econom, you you want to get economical with it. You want to, like, just cut, cut that shit out. Yeah. Like, why are we faffing about with letters that don't contribute anything? I totally agree, man. I totally agree. And I'm not talking yeah, about changing I, a whole word. I'm just saying, like, exercising shit that doesn't make sense. I'm not going to say that I feel as strongly about this as you do, but I do see what you're saying. And I don't have a good counter argument against it. There it is. That's that's as good as consent, as far as I'm concerned. Now, fucking like letter genocide begins. Letter genocide. My well, first solution is to mm. fucking get rid of all these goddamn letters. Um, well, here's my first question: Is what what is the first letter you're getting rid of? If you were to strike a letter from the alphabet, okay, what what goes first? Probably Z. Z seems like irrelevant pretty Explain. hardcore i mean what zebras fuck them they're horses with stripes they're also bandits i don't trust them mm. what else what else is there plus Give me you another can just Z. put an x there and it'll serve the same function it's a very exactly. versatile letter x. exactly x yeah. we need because that's yeah. the third letter in my three letter name x-ray xylophone i got more than one so x. x stays yeah no x x is in guy like yeah because i hear what you're thinking because you're just like well it would be one of those ones at the end fuck that y is essential too you need a y so x and y yeah. they're in there Z's a piece of shit i thought about q but q okay. is like a q u thing so maybe that's maybe that's a maybe that's the case against it it's like q can't stand on its own i'm i'm gonna i'm just gonna throw it out there throw it out letter there. k k for y calcium kkk uh c okay. makes the same sound Ooh, okay. You don't need it. Get it out of there. I think you nailed it. I actually really legitimately think you nailed that, man. I'm really proud of that. That's impressive. Thank you. God damn it. Yeah, like <laughs> put him in the train. I mean, I guess he's gone. <laughs> put him in the train. Jesus Christ. Just remember, you did this, and now Kay's grabbing his children, and they're crying, God. they're separating. <laughs> just remember the face of the man who did this to you. Max McCarty made this decision. It's just Never the letter forget. K with, like, eyes on it, a little cartoon, just crying. It's family Jesus of, you know, Christ. C and W, just crying. Just well, they open it up, and, and they open up the train, and Z's already Papa, in Papa. there. <laughs> like a little lowercase K. Papa, no. Where are we going, Papa. So well, this somewhere is far from here, boy. <laughs> somewhere where we won't return, God willing. You think? Here's the thing. I'm imagining this is like we're not humans in this scenario. We are numbers, <laughs> and this is a world. Oh, we're numbers. This is like a, a an animal farm, like a war waged on letters by numbers. Yes, I think now. I think I figured it out. Which is like, you know, you're number one. Obviously, I'm number two because. You know, I'm not gonna make the decision. You killed that K. <laughs> well, if you clear. if you choose yourself to be number one, that's a problem. But if if you if you assign someone a number one, then that's right. a that's a solution. Yeah. And this is the first solution, the final solution. Get rid of the letter K. Get him on that train. <laughs> Do you think and that's my question? In this world, are the rest of the letters like fuck? Okay, like we get it. <laughs> like we're gonna, gonna fall in line. They're gonna get in order in numbered order because they're living in a world of numbers that's the universal language is what right. we'll tell them and it's like you go to you go to china you see how they they treat their letters over there they're weird 
No, that's really amazing because in this fucked up world, we would then have to give them numbers, right? And it would be assigned on what letter of the alphabet that it was in. I hate to be shitty about this, but they would tattoo like little, like if you were D, you'd have a four on you and shit like that. Like it gets really dark really quickly. Wow, I gotta this tell is you. a holocaust of letters. It's <laughs> Jesus. All right, that's the episode title, I think, right? <laughs> holocaust of letters. Uh, yeah, so I mean, that happens. And, you know, meanwhile... The A's and the B's, they're high society, you know? Right. They don't care. They don't think yeah, it's going to happen to them. Uh, it's the, that Meow Meow Beans episode uh, of Community, you know? Well, I like it because they're like, it's not going to happen to us. They have the illusion. That that's further down the line, darling. You right. know? Like, that's the A's. sipping tea <laughs> and the, the B's just smoking a cigar, you know? Well, then, like, there's, like, the younger son who's, like, liberal. He's been exposed to, like, liberal politics. He's like, I don't – they look, they made it all yeah. the way to K. It's not just the Zs anymore, Mom. The, the, lower, the lowercase C. He's like, that's the same sound that we make, Mom. Have you ever thought about that? Like, Jesus, we could be next. What if they get rid of the K sound altogether? It'll never happen. It'll never happen, Jeff. And the mom is just like, see – Quite right, dear. She'll do one of those, but then keep drinking her martini. Just from the deck of the fucking letter Titanic. Just "Mm, quite right, dear. (laughs) Man, so what happens in this world that we've created? Because I got to tell you, I feel, I I know the initial thing was to fix politics, but then we swerved. when, when, When the letters fuck, do they like birth a word? When the letters fuck? Yeah. Oh my God. Maybe if it's like a threesome or something you know right like a c and a and a t so okay so that's what's going on in this society is like yeah. sex for them it's never two it's like always group has to be you gotta together. make you gotta make words yeah right okay listen this is actually like a genius idea like we're flushing out this <laughs> world like look we figured out like the geopolitical system the sex habits of these fictional characters like we're doing right. it man and then the letter Z, that's the that guy's just like uh, toiling away, hoping he's not his number isn't up next. Right. Well, here's know? what I'm thinking. This is like to make it our Dickensian, our wire sort of thing. It's yeah. like one of our protagonists is Z. Z is the first person put in the fucking train. We follow his story all the way. But meanwhile, we're also following like Baby A, you know, right. Baby C. All the all the all the kids who like they know better. Their parents are, you know, keeping their noses up, not paying right. attention. But we got to follow and, this and- whole thing uppercase z is just a single father trying his best it's like life is beautiful he's trying to shield his 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 son from you know uh, the horrors of god you really turned me off from this idea oh, now did I? Fuck life is beautiful <laughs> i'm a piece of shit movie man um, yeah that movie was uh why did we ever prop up that roberto benini fuck i don't know he, he walked on the seats they, we all yeah. thought that was cute like yeah he said he wanted it's to like, make love to every woman yeah, and then like Adrian Brody did the same thing a couple of years later. He like kissed uh, Halle Berry, wasn't it? And like was just being a fucking weirdo. And I think it took us a minute, but we all realized what a weirdo he was. I mean, is he weird? What's wrong yeah. with him? What do he do? He's uh, he's like, what has he been doing for the last few years? He starred in that Sham Wow Guys movie. He did a scene or two. It was a favor for a friend. What are you gonna do? Like Adrian Brody? He like he shows up when the chips are down, man. The best thing that Adrian Brody has ever contributed to society is Brody Quest, and he didn't even make that. So you don't know what he did. He might have produced that on the sly. He might have like given him money for that. It's like you know, dream big, kid. Give him a hundred thousand dollars. Adrian Brody. Yeah, I don't know. I love Adrian Brody though, man. I like all in. Do you? Why? 
I like his nose. I like, I think he could be the Joker. Um, I like that one like, scene in Grand Budapest where he's walking very slowly and then the music crescendos mm-hmm. and he looks like Wario. Well, I mean, you know what? <laughs> you convinced me. 